0: My sweet, dear friend and patient, Katy Perry, was shooting a video called the Dark Horse Video. She had her makeup artist, Johnny, call me and asked me if I could create a jewel-studded grill for her to wear in this video. Well, I said, what's the budget? And he said, $1,500. I'm like, are you kidding? I said, no, 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 no. So I called my friend, Cheryl Albert, who owns the largest jewelry store in Beverly Hills called 14 Karat. And I said, Cheryl, can I have a million dollars in jewels on consignment for this video with Katy Perry? And she loaned them to me. We had them built into a platinum matrix based on models I took of Katy's mouth. And I made the million dollar grill by Dr. Bill, which has Billions, not millions, billions and billions of views on the Dark Horse video. And when Katie smiles and you see that bling bling, that is a million dollar grill by Dr. Bill. And that was Guinness World Book Record, too.
1: Hey, what's up everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the none of your business podcast hey empty chair here today lacy is uh Taking the day off. So it's just me. And don't worry, you're going to love today's episode. Today, we are hanging out during the duration of the entire episode with somebody who's just absolutely going to blow your mind. You're going to have, you're in for a real, real, real treat today. We have with us today Dr. Bill Dorfman. And He has a, you got to go, look, the website is dds.com. All you got to do is click on the about us because we would just read this for like, if all I did was read the lifetime achievement awards and I'm going to ask him how he gets so many dang lifetime achievement awards, 16 of them, we'd be here for the whole rest of the podcast. So let's just bounce Dr. Bill Dorfman in. Dr. Bill Dorfman, welcome to the none of your business podcast.
0: Hey, how are you? And by the way, I have 20.
1: You got, you tacked on four more,
0: four more between the time you read it.
1: Let's, let's, let's just jump right into How, how do you get 20 lifetime achievement awards? Most people are lucky if they get one. So you're basically doing like 20 lifetimes. You must be doing like 20 lifetimes every two of your earth years.
0: Um, let's just say I try really hard. (laughs) Um, I don't know. You know, I also have two Guinness world book records,
1: Tell us about that. What, what are those for?
0: Well, okay. I, I'm going to fast forward for a second, so this all makes yeah, sense. We'll, yeah, we'll go back. I that. run we'll to that. a very, very inspiring, motivational leadership program. It's a nonprofit for high school and college kids called Leap. And every summer, we put on a one-week program where we teach students the skills to be successful in life. And there's a lot of things that we really focus on in in LEAP. And I'll probably bring a lot of them up while we're talking today. But I feel like I've succeeded if I can get them to walk away with two. And the first is, don't wait for opportunities in life. Make them. And the second is, when you do get an opportunity, don't take it. Master it. And so... Guinness World Book record number one, I was at a dental conference trying to raise money for Leap because it is a nonprofit, and 60% of the kids who come to the program don't pay for the program. They're A-plus students from impoverished families. And out of the blue, some woman sitting next to me says, I will donate $100 to Leap if Dr. Bill will shave his head. And I looked at her and the guy jumped off the stage, runs down, puts a microphone in my face and says, what do you think? I said, are you crazy? I'm not gonna shave my head for a hundred dollars. He said, well, what will it take? I said, a hundred thousand. I said, you get a hundred thousand dollars pledged right now, right here, and I'll shave my head. Well, wouldn't you know, a hundred dentists stood up and pledged $1,000 each, and we raised $100,000 right there. Well, I wasn't gonna shave my head right there because I was in the middle of filming The Doctors, and um, so I called our producer, and I said, look, I have to shave my head. I mean, I, I have to for this money. So I said, let's do it on the show and see if we can raise more, and we did. We raised $121,000, And Travis, the host of the show, the tall, handsome guy from The Bachelor, who was the ER doc, shaved me bald. And I'm driving home in my car, bald as bald can be, thinking, who does this? Nobody. And I called my publicist. I said, you know what? I bet you this is a Guinness World Book record. And sure enough, there was no Guinness record for shaving your head for charity. So, and I had all the evidence because it was on national TV. So we submitted it to Guinness and I got my first Guinness world book record.
1: Number one,
0: number two, my sweet dear friend and patient Katy Perry was shooting a video called the dark horse video. She had her makeup artist, Johnny call me and asked me if I could create a jewel-studded grill for her to wear in this video. Well, I said, what's the budget? And he said, $1,500. I'm like, are you kidding? I said, no, 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 no. So I called my friend Cheryl Albert, who owns the largest jewelry store in Beverly Hills called 14 Karat. And I said, Cheryl, can I have a million dollars in jewels on consignment for this video with Katy Perry? And she loaned them to me. We had them built into a platinum matrix based on models I took of Katie's mouth, and I made the Million Dollar Grill by Dr. Bill, which has billions, not millions, billions and billions of views on the Dark Horse video. And when Katie smiles and you see that bling bling, that is a Million Dollar Grill by Dr. Bill, and that was Guinness
1: World Book Record, too. I love it. All right. One of the trademarks of our show, you are wildly successful and we're going to roll it to that. But oftentimes when we interview guests that are super successful, it's easy for the audience to just think, well, you know, you, you must, well, you must've been neighbors with Katy Perry. You must know, well, maybe you have all of these connections or your parents facilitated all of this or they, so roll us back to your beginnings. Um, as you begin this journey, did you know for sure you were going to end up here where you are today? And what were some of your major obstacles or downfalls along the way?
0: First of all, I grew up in Granada Hills, a family of five, and we were very, very financially challenged. Uh, I started working at the age of five and never stopped my parents literally never bought me anything my whole life i mean i wanted levi's my mom said go get a job and get them um they paid for my my doctor and my dental bills that was it but other than that i've i pretty much i bought my own car i put myself through college i put myself through dental school um, i started working at five pulling weeds When I was a little bit older, I worked in a nursery school as a janitor. From there, I worked at Ralph's as a box boy. From there, I worked at Swenson's as a ice cream server. From there, I started college. I worked as an escort for the university, uh, driving dignitaries around. And I mean, a multitude of bizarre, weird jobs along the way. But I never, ever, ever, ever stopped working. So nobody ever gave me anything nobody handed anything to me Uh, when i started my dental practice i joined every networking group club association in the world um, that i could from you know from the chamber of commerce to everything i mean i was out there meeting and greeting. Every time I went to the gym, I've got two or three new patients. I mean, everywhere I went because 50% of the general population doesn't have a dentist and needs one. So 50% of the people I meet are potential patients and clients. And I built and built and built. And then a very fortuitous thing happened early in my career. A woman I went to high school with came in as a patient and needed a lot of dentistry and asked if i'd barter with her and i said well what do you do she says i'm a publicist i'm like okay well what do you do so she explained it to me i thought you know sounds cool i'll give it a try and she kind of started making me more well known in la Um, within a few months she got me listed as the best cosmetic dentist in la she had a lot of connections at la weekly magazine and um and la magazine and she had all of these writers and and people on staff come in and attest to the fact that we had a great dental office and i did cosmetic dentistry on a lot of them and that was kind of the beginning and it's crazy because the very first tv show she got me on was home and family and today i had an interview as a possible host on the new home and family show after being on hundreds of different TV episodes. It's kind of like full circle. It's crazy.
1: Well, we wish you all of the luck, although you don't need any of it. That would be super amazing. So you went to, you went to UCLA and then you moved up to San Francisco and finished up and then you opened your first practice back in LA. No. No. When I was in
0: dental school, I was the youngest graduate, pretty much in the country. And I'm sitting here, I'm 24 years old and I'm thinking, I've never seen anything. I mean, we grew up so poor. I never traveled. I never went anywhere. And if I go ahead and open a dental practice where I'm going to be tethered to this practice for the next 40, 50 years, I'll never have an opportunity to live anywhere else. So I heard about a clinic in Switzerland and unfortunately they only had one position a year. And unfortunately they had 400 applicants. Well, I was bound and determined to be the one they selected. So immediately when I heard about the program, I had every professor at my dental school who knew me write a glowing letter of recommendation and i'll tell you how i knew they were glowing i wrote them all Um, i would ask a professor to write a letter they would look at me like ah another one i said look i'll write it if you'll personalize it and they loved that so i did that and i realized soon that that was not moving the needle so then i started calling the director of the clinic well back in 1983 it wasn't that easy to make a long distance phone call from san francisco to switzerland it was a whole ordeal with the operator and the this and the that but i did it and i started calling this guy pretty much every week and i soon realized that wasn't moving the needle either so one day i had what i call it leap a life defining moment and i don't even know where this came from but literally when i had him on the phone i said you know can I take you to lunch why well, I, I don't know somewhere I heard the best way to really get to meet somebody and network with them is to take them to lunch so I asked him that he said yeah but you're in San Francisco and I'm in Switzerland I said hey no problem I'll fly there which was hilarious because I was broke It wasn't like I didn't have much money in my bank account. I didn't have a bank account. That's how broke I was, right? But he said yes, and I figured out a way to get the money. I flew out there, and he hired me. And by the way, you know how many people flew out there and met him in person? No. Zero. Oh, you. So, and one of the things I tell kids at Leap Successful people do the things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do, you know. And instead of being a paper, a dossier on his desk, I was a living, breathing person in front of him who showed emphatically that I really wanted to work there and be there and commit to that. And it worked. And it was a beautiful experience for me. I, I spent two years in the Alps. I, I learned how to ski I'm completely fluent in French. I have tremendous group of eclectic friends from Switzerland and all over Europe. I mean, it was a really beautiful thing for me.
1: So from there, come back to the United States, to LA.
0: To LA. And I had come home um, on the 4th of July to be with my parents after being there two years. And we went to a picnic, and they introduced me to a fellow they had gone to high school with who was a dentist who, you know, fortunately was looking for a young associate. And so we kind of kept in touch. And, you know, he said, whenever I moved back, I could work for him. And so the idea was I would work for him, you know, learn, you know, the trade and then take over his practice. However, after being in his office for about a year and a half, my practice was busier than his. And he said, look, you don't need to buy my practice. You're doing well on your own. Open up your own office. And so I did.
1: You attribute that your growth when you came back to the United States then to that same thing, right? That you were willing to wake up every day and do what others weren't. You spoke to people, you did everything, everything, anything and everything to grow your business. Did you have any setbacks during that period of time when you were growing your business?
0: I'll tell you what I really think my secret sauce was. And this is another thing that we teach at LEAP, copy genius. You know, I researched and found the five most successful cosmetic dentists in Beverly Hills. And I called each of them and introduced myself and asked if I could come and spend, you know, a few days in their practices. And I literally went in there like a sponge and watched everything they did and took copious notes. And then you know, instituted all of that in my practice. And literally within 2 years of opening my doors on my own, I had a busier practice than anybody in Beverly Hills by a lot.
1: So You get the patient that comes in and wants to barter. This is super important, but I just want to hear you. I want you to validate this. If that patient had not come in, you would not have necessarily, I mean, by this trajectory, necessarily ended up on the route that you are. However, you would have still been ultra successful. You would have maybe been in a different niche, so to speak.
0: You, you know, you never know. So many pivotal moments happen in my career. For instance, I'm working out at a gym. A woman comes up to me and says, would you like to raise money for children's cancer research? Well, who wouldn't? Now, I wasn't wealthy at the time. I was just starting. But, you know, I mean, everybody can help a little bit. She goes, you are a dentist, right? I said, yes. She goes... And you're single, right?" I'm like, yeah, weird. She says, well, we're doing a bachelor auction and we need 10 bachelors for a thousand women. We are going to auction you off and all the money will go to children's cancer research. You just have to go on a date with whoever buys you. I'm like, all right. I mean, honestly, it was humiliating and stupid. However, the man in line next to me, I just got off the phone with before we started talking, was Robert Heyman. Robert became my best friend, like a brother. Robert is the son of Fred Heyman. Fred Heyman started Giorgio Cosmetics. In fact, Fred Heyman invented Beverly Hills. And you know, Robert and I became best friends. And when I started Discus Dental, Robert had a background in marketing and advertising and consumer products. I had a background in dentistry and a little bit in marketing. And we built that company and grew it from zero to $1.3 billion in sales because of this charity auction. So go figure. You could have said to me, well, if you never went to that charity auction, what I mean, who knows, right? But you know, it happened and it was awesome. And, you know, we invented Zoom, you know, not video conferencing, Zoom tooth whitening. And, you know, soon after Zoom, Zoom, Zoom tooth lightning, of course, came legal Zoom and then Zoom video conferencing. But we were able to sell Discus Dental in a very, very successful um, strategic um, move to Philips in 2010. And that was another life changing pivotal moment for me.
1: So I want to get to Leap, but I want to have um, one more piece of advice for all of our our service provider entrepreneurs that listen to the show. Um, A lot of people, I mean, because you're very accessible via social media. People can see what you're doing. And it, and it's, and it's amazing. But if you were talking to somebody who was say coming out of Switzerland, they were you know, just getting started, maybe even working as an associate with somebody and they wanted to have a similar, not the same, but a similar trajectory and not even of working with celebrities or anything of that nature, just a similar trajectory of success. What would be the best piece of advice that you would give them today?
0: Copy genius.
1: So Copy to look genius.
0: at. I don't care what industry you're in, whether you're a doctor, or a dentist, a chiropractor, a hairstylist. If you want to grow your business, open your eyes, look around, see who's doing it better than you, and see what they're doing and how you can improve. I mean, look, there are always people better than me. I learn from those people. You know, and that's what you really need to do. I don't care what you're doing. There's always somebody who's going to be doing it better. See what they're doing, emulate that and figure out how you can do it better.
1: I love that. Tell us about leap. That obviously is something that is very near and dear to your heart. How does it, how does leap come to be? So, I mean, my mantra for life is learn so you
0: can earn and then return. And I am in the return phase of my life. And so we started LEAP 15 years ago. It's a nonprofit. I personally donate over $200,000 a year to the program so that, you know, underprivileged kids can come to the program for free. And we teach these students skills to be successful in life. And we do it by bringing in amazing mentors and teachers and celebrities, I mean, I have yet to ask a celebrity patient of mine to be involved in Leap that has said no. And over the years, we've had, you know, Anthony Hopkins, Paula Abdul, Mark Wahlberg, Kathy Bates, Michael Strahan, Usher, Jason Alexander, um, I mean, on and on and on and on. And then some of the best business minds in the world have come and spoken to these kids and just shared the secrets of their successes. I'm doing an interview with Richard Branson in a few weeks. You know, um, you know, I'm going to try and get Katy Perry on this next one. I mean, it's really, really amazing. It's life-changing for these kids.
1: And so how does the program work? Tell us how... Um how the kids enter in? So if, if people knew- So about- LEAP
0: is a one week program at UCLA. It's always been in person. Of course, 2020, we did it virtually. Typically we get about 450 kids. In 2020, we had over a thousand. It was all virtual. Last year, um, this last summer in 2021, it was, it was uh, 50 kids live and about 650 virtually. Uh, hopefully 2022 will be back to our 450 live and probably a few thousand virtual, but it's a one week program where we teach students skills. They need to be successful in life that they typically don't learn in, in, in college, um, networking, how to apply for a job, how to write a resume, um, uh, communication skills, public speaking. I do a whole thing on health and fitness and 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 well being. Uh, we even do a program on uh, on appreciation. You know, and
1: kids today don't appreciate a lot.
0: I don't know if you have any. But
1: I got. Yeah, I you got, got to teach
0: them this stuff.
1: I, I got two. One of them's out there actually in in the LA area. Um, but yes, I under I get that a hundred percent. How do? What, what's the age range of the kids and how does, a, how does a child apply or be accepted to the program?
0: So the students are 15 to 25 plus. Um, if you can afford to go to the program, the in-person live program is 2,500 for the week. Uh, you live in the dorms, that includes everything, your meals and whatnot. Um, if you do the virtual program, it's 349 for the week. And um, if you are a scholarship student, Um, there's a whole process where you would apply for a scholarship and then, you know, we see if you qualify. Um, but it's an amazing one week program. And the first thing we do, listen,
1: how, how old are your kids? 24 and 22.
0: Okay. Same as me. Uh, I have two 23 year olds and a 28 year old. I have three girls. If I tell my daughter to do something, she will not do it. (laughs) If you tell her to do it and you're a specialist in that area, she might do it but i promise you that if 10 of her girlfriends tell her to do it she's going to do it that's why leap works we take these kids we put them in a group of 10 other kids their age and it's like it, it's like a, a, a support group to help them be the best version of themselves that they can be
1: super awesome how what about on the other side of the coin people who are inspired by this and want to support LEAP, um, is there a way that people can participate financially with, with the program? Absolutely.
0: So as an adult, if you want to sponsor kids, you can just go to our website, uh, www.leapfoundation.com. There's a, um, a, a button you can click on that enables you to give. Um, You can sponsor kids if you want to come as a mentor. The program culminates on Friday with something we call a mentor workshop where we get about 100 professionals sitting at tables. And, you know, the day before we tell the students who's going to be there. And then you basically sit at a table and kids will ask you questions about your career path and challenges you may have had and how you overcame them and became the success that you are.
1: I love that. I think that. Our viewers will have some of each, www.leapfoundation.com. Go there. You can contribute financially. That's the easiest way. That's the, hey, I love what you're doing, Dr. Bill. I need to throw some money into the pot to make sure that you continue this great work. Or you can also apply to come in as a mentor, and I can already think of a few of our guests and a couple of our loyal listeners that um, have made massive contributions, mostly in the healthcare space. But I mean, outside of that, who would be really good in that space as well? Um, what's next? I mean, you know, you when, with the television, um, how do you continue to make an impact now beyond just the dental world, and now through Leap? What comes next for you?
0: Well, I'm actually launching two new products this year. Um, One will hopefully come out before uh, Christmas and the other one early um, 2022. Uh, The first is a unique new take-home whitening um, process, which uh, I hope to be a category killer on the market. Um, I've invented quite a few, and this, I think, is my greatest. So I'm super excited about that. And the second is a really fun one. Um, I don't like coffee. However, I like caffeine. So, you know, I'm used to using energy drinks when I go to the gym. I just don't like them. So what I started doing was using NODOs, which is 200 milligrams of caffeine, and I would chew it up because it works faster when you chew it but it doesn't taste that good. So I would take a gumball and chew it with gum. And like in 10 minutes, I get a buzz and I'm ready to like work out. So I'm making caffeinated chewing gum with 160 milligrams of caffeine, no, 120 milligrams of caffeine. And the trademark name, you ready for
1: this? You're going to love yeah. this. Buzz balls. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we're going to watch that. actually do that. I'm your ideal client because I do not like I do not like coffee, and likewise, I, I also, I mean, I, w- with energy drinks, I, I only drink one drink. I, they should hire me because I drink Guru because it's organic, but it, it still tastes like a little bit like an energy drink. And, and, and Mine's and organic. Drink.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, when we finish this podcast, text me your address because they're sending me 300 pounds of the gum <laughs> that we did in a <laughs> test sample, and they made too much. So I can give you a buzz from now till you're like 100.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Absolutely. That is super exciting. Um, and then tell us about what's, what's happening with media. You, you, you tried out for the show. Um, if, if, if that goes well, what does that look like? And if, it, and if not, what other op- opportunities do you have in that space?
0: I mean, look, there's always stuff going on. I, I'm still on the doctors. We're filming segments all the time. Uh, I just had an interview for another makeover show, um, you know, then, you know, this, this, this home and family show. And, you know, I have such a, a fun time with, with my kind of like TV career because my life doesn't revolve around it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny. Anthony Hopkins comes in. I'm like, he hates me called Anthony, by the way. You have to call him Tony. I'm like, Tony, how are you? He goes. Oh, Doc, I'm unemployed again. I'm like, Tony, you don't think they're gonna hire you? Because you never know. You know, I mean, my world doesn't revolve around whether I do or don't get hired for a TV show. I'm still a dentist. You know, if they call me for a show, yeah, it's great, it's fun,
1: I do it. But it's not like
0: I need it to feed myself, right? So it, it's kind of a fun position.
1: And you know what I love about this whole thing is that you provide a service. You've also have clearly that entrepreneurial side, or maybe we need to add a third side because you have that entertainment side as well. I mean, so such a natural at it, obviously a genuine people person. Um, what is what in closing? what is your best tip to cultivate relationships? Because you obviously could not get to where you are without strong relationships. You mentioned one previously, um, you know, that just sort of by happen chance. But then, like you said, when you have that opportunity, you master it. You've obviously become a master at relationships. How do you do that?
0: Wow. Um, I think to really cultivate great relationships, this is one of the things that that i teach at leap when you talk to people be interested not interesting people will engage with you much more when you're genuinely interested in them i, I have had on multiple occasions interviews where all i did was ask the interviewee question after question after question and at the end of the interview they didn't realize it but they knew nothing about me (laughs) all we did was talk about them the whole time and they leave saying that was a great interview and i'm thinking i don't know anything about it (laughs) but you know people (laughs) like to talk about themselves and they really like you when you show a genuine interest in them.
1: Well, I can super tell, obviously, you're super good at that, um, because you've managed to parlay these these moments in time um, into deep, meaningful relationships. But then also, of course, being a business show, you've also managed to create partnerships and generate business from that. And that is that is a true skill that very, very few people have. We always say over here that we value long-term relationships. There's a lot of people that come in and out of your life, you know, passingly, and maybe are looking to get something. But obviously, in in your case, you've done extremely well parlaying your uh, relational capital. You're obviously very good at it. Is there any part of your interesting story that we missed that you think that our viewers and listeners absolutely need to know?
0: Yeah, but it's none of your business.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Doc, You are absolutely amazing. People are going to love this episode. I know we're going to get tons of comments from it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I'm sad that you didn't get to meet Lacey in the empty chair. Um, My wife, she usually co-hosts with me. You would have loved her and she would have loved um, talking with you as well. I hope that we are able to stay in contact and um, maybe look to find some points of intersection. And yeah, absolutely.
0: And by the way, if any of your listeners want to contact me directly um, Instagram. It's at Dr. DR Bill, B I L L Dorfman. I know I have a hundred and, or no, I mean a million point three followers, but I actually honestly answer all of my DMs. So if you DM me, I promise that's me. Um, I also have a really fun podcast. I just found out that I am in the top 2.5% of all podcasts worldwide. Uh, it's called Meet the Mentor. And I think the reason why it's so popular is because I've been able to interview some amazing people, like all the people I just talked about, like Anthony Hopkins and Mark Wahlberg and, and Richard Branson and, and Kathy Bates and Paul Abdul and, 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 and Eva Longoria, I mean, on and on and on and on. So um, please uh, feel free to uh, listen to our Meet the Mentor as well.
1: Absolutely. Our people will jump over there. I'm positive of it. I already checked out the Instagram page. I already followed that. I'll shoot you a message there as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Bill, for being with us. We super appreciate you. You are tremendous. I hope that you'll come back again sometime.
0: Absolutely.
1: Hey guys, that's for today. We'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the none of your business podcast. Make sure that you like, subscribe, review, tell all your friends about us.